On tonight's episode, the dads are still living off the high of the most epic 4th of July party on the block. We get a little sticky-icky in the sports hole, talking about the Olympics. Drink on a beer that traveled halfway across the country to get into the bunker. A forefather of the hazy IPA movement, Trillium A Street IPA. So sit back, relax, and enjoy responsibly. Because this is Dad's Drinking Beer. One, two, three... Dad's drinking beer. Ooh, welcome to Dad's drinking beer. It's great to be back here in the bunker in South Austin with my guy Chris. This is the weekly watering hole where we get to ask all dads, all dudes, everyone who wants to listen, jump into the conversation. Pull up a chair. We got a lot to go over tonight. We're going to give you a recap of our 4th of July party. We're going to dive in on one of the originators of New England hazy IPAs. We've got a crazy, juicy sports hole getting into the Olympics, talking some baseball. Let's just get started. I'm with my guy, Chris, like I said, in the bunker. What's up, my guy? What is up? Currently cracking beers. Mm. Living my best life. Um, Feeling good. Ready to be back in the bunker. I mean, I I feel even more rested than I felt uh, last episode, so... It probably was that giant party, that fucking epic party we threw on Saturday. I think I needed it. My body needed a party. I hadn't had a party in since last Fourth of July. Right, party, right. Uh, how swollen were your feet and/or ankles the next morning? I definitely felt old because I had done things I hadn't done before. Like we, I mean, I didn't go down the big crazy slide that we had, which last year we did. I think I tore my shoulder. And everything else might have been me, but we we both came <laughs> I definitely away had with bruises all over me last yes. year. But I didn't have that. But yeah, we were doing. I was moving shit, like lifting things, you know, do, just moving around for an extended period of time. My body was like a, I was like a veal, like stuck inside of a fucking cage. <laughs> and now a, I was finally uh, liberated and I was moving again. So it was great. Damn, good to be back. Like a baby cow. Yeah, like a baby cow that's been left in a cage and okay. can't move, so you can eat it. The only veal I eat has some Parmesan on it and a fucking... Yeah, that, that's, that is that. Post-cage, <laughs> yeah. right? Getting out of the cage, come come, come to daddy. I'm talking about my body was in, was in was has been sitting in a cage for so long, and I'm finally moving around again. It's good to be back. Mm-hmm. It's good to be back. You're right. That party was uh, pretty fucking epic. I mean, I was on my feet most of the day. I was drinking most of the day. Uh, the variety of drinks I had yes. didn't really stop. The heat was there. Thank the God Almighty. It never rained. I don't I, I, I don't know who's responsible. I feel like I had something to do with it because if I wash my car, it inevitably will rain. I thought about it. I didn't do it. You didn't do it. Because it would have rained, so I didn't do it. So I think I had something to do with it. I don't think I was the one, but I no. think I had something to do with it. No. Go back and edit. So you're welcome. Thank the Almighty Chris <laughs> for not washing his car because... I was editing last week's episode, and I was thinking, man, we're a little overzealous thinking how big this party's going to be. Anybody in central Austin or south Austin... Or Austin. Yeah, Austin, would know that the forecast looked shitty yeah. for a week. Yeah. It was like, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. And it kept getting pushed back to where it finally said, Saturday the 3rd, 90% chance. And we looked at each other, and we were like, man, we had such grand ideas, and then the podcast talked through through that, listened to last week. Um and it, you know what? We fucking delivered. Yeah. I know. Steph and I kept looking at each other every time the news would come on and we see the weather and we're like, I don't know. Is this going to happen? And I said to Steph, I go, we're going we're gonna to do it. People right. are going to show up. It's going to be either, whether it's just us 
or a couple other people, we're going to do something. Because one, we already rented this slide. We already did a couple things. We already bought a couple things. Food's it's coming. Happen. Food's coming. I thought, wow, I'm going to just have a, a spread and kegs and a slide. And it's going to be low-key. In the and, garage and the whole thing. Right. But it turned out to be pretty nice day. I mean, it was actually, I mean, it was hot, but it wasn't like as gross as it has been. It was perfect. Yeah, it was great. It was it was absolutely perfect. I, I don't think we sold it enough last week. Uh, but I wanted to recap it real quick with, with you guys, give you some more feedback. I would say at its peak, we probably had 35 people. That's fair. Yeah. With that 35, I would say half were kids. And I mean like 10 and under. Yeah. Is that about right? Yeah. Maybe more so yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, people kind of came in and out. So, I mean, I think maybe that's probably a fair estimate at, at one time. But I mean, we had some people kind of coming in, coming out, this and that. So, yeah. But I think there were definitely a lot of kids there. There were. I didn't see my kid very much. She was running around. I, no. I was like, have we checked on Grace? And I'd look and she's like, oh, she's fine. So. <laughs> as sore as I was, my kids were just as sore because yeah. they were on that slide all day. And the slide required, um, you know, a lot of upper body strength. It was, it was, it wasn't as tall as last year's slide, right? This one was only know. 22 feet high. Like tall as hell. It was two feet shorter for, for what it's worth. But, um, the funny thing was the next morning, Connor, my six year old said, Dad, I'm really sore. Remember I remember how he said he thought he broke his back? You, <laughs> yeah. you, you heard that, right? Yeah. Yeah. My kid's dramatic. I don't know where he gets it from, right? This is the one who was in the Star Wars play. <laughs> yeah. He gets down uh, it, downstairs the next morning and he goes, I- I'm really hurt. Like, I think my back is still broken. When I turn and like he started twisting his waist and his arms, he goes, I'm really sore. And I'm like, buddy, you're just using muscles. You had no idea were there because yeah. that upper body strength on the ladder... Um, combined with ten kids in line at like like whole day, yeah. you had to hold yourself up. Yeah. So my 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 even my younger one, Nolan, was like, my feet hurt because I he 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 told me he goes, Daddy, I thought I was gonna keep falling, but I always made it. I always made it because my foot was jammed into the step and I was holding myself up. And I was like, man, that's my only one of my only regrets is not getting to go down the slide myself. But, yeah, because um, there was never a moment where there wasn't kids on it. That's true. I mean, there was no lifeguard blowing the whistle every you know hour to say eh, adult swim, get out, kids, and let the let the dads get a few as rounds. As soon as the water, I, I looked at the water. I thought about doing it, and I looked at the water, and it looked closer to milk than water. And I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna pass. It had like grass in it and shit. So I was like, I'm not going in there. Yeah, there was one moment where I didn't even think about the slide. I almost just jumped through that big giant dog bowl that was at the bottom. <laughs> but it was because I looked at the water, and I was like. There's a lot of bacteria, yes, I think, in there. That looks and gross. 20 kids I haven't seen in, you know, um, most of the kids I haven't seen in a while. Don't right. know what they've been up to. Right. So my regrets of the whole party, and I'm not, I don't mean to lead with regrets, but I would love your feedback. Uh, not enough time with with you yeah. Um, yeah, as, as, as a co-host, as a host. Right. We were running around making sure people had everything that they needed. Um, and then not going down the slide. Those are my only two things I wish Fair. if I could go back. I'd say, hey, let's get some photos for our for our Insta. Let's get some photos for the dads. Right. Happy Fourth, everybody. Chris and I were in in host mode. Yeah, I mean, I was I was like I was like I was like the Ed McMahon to your Johnny Carson. I was I was sitting back just laughing at your jokes. I was not what a compliment, host. dude. I was just chilling. Mm. So, yes. We're, oh we're, yeah. We're, oh yeah. If we're leading with regrets, I would say my my regret was similar to yours as far as like not hanging out but we were on a roll playing bags we didn't play a fucking bags tournament so that's my high we got to play bags my regret is that we didn't play in the tournament because we were like we were three and oh we were three and oh taking people out it was kind of like the round robin and chris and i were were doing it but like you know not to get too specific 
you you were gone for a few hours. Yeah. I didn't know where you were. Yeah. And it seemed like the whole bags community couldn't move forward unless Chris was there. So <laughs> hey, Ed McMahon, we we kind of needed you there on the street. Well, I took Gracie Comb to like to like chill because I knew she had been on the slide for five hours. She's following Nolan and Connor the and whole I time. Knew, and yeah, and I were, knew we were going. getting ready to do fireworks. So I was like, I'm gonna take her home. Maybe she can kind of eat a little something that's not whatever she was. I don't even know. I didn't see her eat. So she was just going. So I was like, let's eat, chill, maybe take a dump in the pool. I maybe wish. take a dump? Maybe take a dump. Right. Yeah. I, yeah exactly. Yeah. This is kind of like myself too. And then I come back and it was like, the bags are over. They're all pushed away. I was like, what Fireworks happened? started. But I realized I was gone for a cost. while. Yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. Um, yeah. my, my high was, I, you know, I made it to 1130. That's, yeah. I made it to the whole night. Uh, I know that there was a small beer pong game going on in your garage that... I, I looked at it and I it looked promising, but I I lost the ability to speak in full sentences, and I said this has <laughs> got to be my moment to 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 tap out for once because I don't like to miss out in yeah. general. But this was a big deal for me. Yeah, no, it was smart. Um, and then the the low is the amount of uh, flies and fruit flies I have in my kitchen still. Oh no, <laughs> just a just just a handful, maybe a, maybe a dozen or so from just having the doors open and everything. Has to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless all of a sudden there's just more accumulated trash. Yeah. There are more flies. Um, my wife and I have made like a, kind of a game of it now. Like who's going to kill more flies today? So um, that was to be, you know, expected. But that's my only real low. Because it was tip. great. A little apple cider vinegar, a little dish soap and some water, and a li- just a little glass on your on your counter. Get rid of them. Does that bring them in? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It works. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. Dad tip. Um, my only low is that I didn't go purchase any fireworks myself. So I didn't feel comfortable lighting someone else's fireworks because I mean, we had like a fireworks thing going on. That was, was another was high, nice. right? Yeah. I mean, we had some amazing fireworks. I mean, don't look at that as a low. Look at that as a, that was your chance just to sit back and just kind of watch kind of everything go on. I, I, I kind of felt like if I went and bought some, well, because I had seen, I think we talked about it, Alex had like the fucking nuclear arms race thing going yeah. on in his garage. And so I was like, I'm not going to bother. And Greg, Greg brought the glass, fiberglass ones, which, which were which that was pretty a, fancy. That was like a launcher thing. So yeah. they were getting up there higher than normal. So I, I kind of was like, I know these guys are going to take care of it. So anything I'd bring would just be piddly. So I was like, I could spend 200 bucks and still not even get to where they are. So I said, I'm just going to fucking hey. save it. And it was great because I got to eat pizza and just sit there and watch. You got the food. Uh, the Chewies earlier in the day, too. Shout out to Chewies. Shout out to Greg's wife, too. Uh, she hooked us up with all these pizzas at the end of the night, which I think I grabbed a slice or two. Um, me and this this little kid, Jackson, were just yeah. walking around giving water to everybody. He yeah. got a great heart, that kid. It was awesome. Um, just a great time. Great party. I think the dads own the fourth. I yeah. think that is our going forward party. We've, you know, rumor is we've already started to plan out next year, too. Yeah, I mean, it, we have Super Bowl party on lock, and we have Fourth of July party on lock. So what else do you need? We got the summer. We got, I mean, it's perfect. They're, like, almost exactly, you know, six months apart. Yeah. They're, like, just, like, the halfway points of the year. So I'm so, happy about it. Yeah, no, badass. turned out well. And no injuries. No kids got injured. No adults got injured. No fingers got blown off. No faces. No eyes. No professional hockey players died on our court. That's all that matters. Oh, no burned fingers even. Like they, even, yeah. They were other, yeah. like no one was like, ow, like they were yeah. fine. Yeah. Props on that. You're right. That's probably a better high than um I made it to a Maybe that should have been both of our highs. Yeah. Well yeah. If you made it, uh <laughs> congrats. Yeah. You'll probably get the invite next year. Um But it's like the masters. You have to like sign up for the mailing list and then you will you'll apply and then we'll 
look at it, yeah. and then we'll probably deny it. And if you're <laughs> if you're on the fence, it's really about uh, what you contributed to our Patreon. Right. That's, That's going to play a big factor in determining right. are you Sign in the or Patreon. Not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The $5 tier will get you at least on the mailing list. Of a potential invite. Potential. Cool. And we'll deny. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of perks with Patreon, so don't worry about it. Uh, I love the party, man. I love the party. <laughs> what are we drinking tonight? Uh, tonight's kind of exp- kind of a special one. We I've had it for a little while because um, I wanted it to be a special thing. I wanted to drink it while recording. Um, I don't I don't want to start any issues here. I don't want to I don't want to you know I don't want someone to come in and be like, hey, this is the thing. From my research, not a ton. From my limited research, um, Trillium. I think we talked about it at least in the first season. I think we talked about this. Trillium is one of the founders or the originators of the New England Hazy IPA, which I know you love, I mm. love, kind of our listeners love. We get shit about too much juicy, Fuck that, too much man. New England hazies, all that shit. It's Trillium. Hands down the best beer, but go ahead. Go I agree. Ahead. It is one of the the guys, the, the places that did it first, um, or at least the hazy New England IPA. So there's Again, looking online and the research we've done, people we've talked to, there's there's the hazy IPA, there's the, what they call them, juicy IPAs, but the New England hazy IPA, which is kind of the one we've taken on as one of our favorites, Trillium's one of the first. So we have a limited run that they did, which is called the A Street hazy IPA from Trillium out of Massachusetts. It's kind of a story on how it even got to us, because you can't get this in Austin. No. I like when we go outside of the uh, the Texas area. I mean, I think 80% of our beers we've done are Texas-based, because yeah. that's where most of our audience right. is, but man. So, hazy IPAs, that's what we go for. Yep. It does have that hazy color. It's usually, um, you know, the hops are added uh, after the boiling is complete. I did a little bit of research as well right. on, on how the beer is made. So, this was a newer technique, um, and you're saying this is one of the first ones... Ever. Not or this beer, but the brewery itself. The, the, the brewery Correct. is responsible Correct. for saying, hey, we're going to try to be creative here. Right. Do something different. because, And they have said, and Trillium has been interviewed and said that these particular hops done this particular way had never been done before. And they would probably not be in business if it wasn't for this particular beer. I feel the same thing could probably be said about Pine House. I think Jellyfish is probably... I, mean, I don't know a number, but it's got to be the high reason of why they're still doing it. I mean, the pizza's great, but the yeah. jellyfish is next level. Yeah, they would be doing well. They just wouldn't be getting as much love. Right. Because, I mean, their beer program is is up there with some of the best. It's Yeah. They're not, they're not bringing up the rear uh, for t- too many local spots here. It's our current goat. I had a couple tonight, actually, with uh. dinner, so... Um, just because I knew I was recording, I wanted to get the, the juices flowing. I'm a little bummed. I'm a little bummed. Saw it on the gram, and I was like, oh, man, there's two there. Yeah. And then, and then I didn't... I, I had the double fist I didn't I was see cooking, it. I didn't man. see it when you walked in. I was like, where is that? <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, so this is called the Trillium A. A Street. So oh, the I, A Street. Right. My bad. I've already fucked that up twice tonight. So, from my research, it they do. this is kind of a series of theirs. Is these kind of with this art on there with kind of a white with this kind of street and this kind of look. So this is a series of theirs that they do. Um, it's a seven point two 
the, the, the graphics on the can are very minimalist, but I mean, I think, it's, again, it's kind of like their style. Yeah. Now, also, this, it's worth mentioning, this came to us by way of a friend of mine who just moved here to Austin from Massachusetts area, um, Quincy, I believe. Okay. Quincy, Massachusetts. He moved here, lived there his entire life. He moved here for a job, and he went... When I was talking to him, I'm like, hey, if you can, bring some Trillium out. He's like, I, I go to Trillium all the time. I'm not even going to try to do his accent because he had a great accent. Does he really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And uh, he said, I'll bring some. Accents. And he, he fucking brought these here. The fun fact is, they get, you know, when, when you go to like Pine House or whatever, and they give you the stuff from the cooler, you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to take this home and, and, and drink it or put it in my fridge, right? Yeah. But he had to drive halfway across the country. He kept these cold... For that entire trip, and it's finally here, finally ready to drink. So I'm hoping these haven't, like, uh, they're going to turn like brown. Well, this guy made quite the impression. He did. I mean, His name he... is Andrew. Big shout out to Andrew for hooking this up because he's the one that made this happen. So he was trying to make a good first impression. I think he killed it, even just with the effort. But I'm really excited. The can is kind of interesting, like you said. It's, it's a street, so it kind of looks like a black and white, um, like uh, Google Maps yeah, uh-huh. from the. Early 2000s, like maybe yeah. a MapQuest printout. There you go, yeah. Um, but sometimes the cleanest cans with less detail are like the best beer. Yeah. It's like, don't worry about what the front of this says. This is more about what's underneath. Right. So we're excited, or at least I am excited about the Trillium. Having never been there. I know you're excited too. I don't know why I said that. What? That was fucking rude. You're excited. You're yeah. excited. We're excited. We are so excited. We are excited about the Trillium. I'm wearing Legend shorts for you. <laughs> and these, Trillium. These Legend shorts are flexible and stretchy because they have to be. Because, yeah. So, 7.2. Jellyfish is, like, what? 6.7? Six, 6.5. Seven? Six, five. Six, five. Brood Master. I mean, I'm... I'm My legends are popping right now. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm very excited. So, I'm going to pour mine into a glass just because I want to see this okay. uh, juiciness here. How hazy this baby gets. Yeah. So... And, again, I just... I really like when we get a beer out of state. Yeah. I think that the stories of how we get them are worth... The telling. I mean, I think right. that, that that's part of the gig, you know? It looks very similar to like a jellyfish, don't you think? Yeah. I kind of hope this tastes like a road trip because then I can say, hey, Andrew, you did something to this cooler on the way here. Yeah, he was very, he, he's like, yeah, I've been having this fucking thing in my cooler for like the last two weeks. So props to him for not pulling one out when he's in traffic. I said that. And props to you for having it for this long and not... I. I mean, showing some discipline. I there's a little sorry, bit of sorry. I uh, yeah, I know. I I a I thought the same thing. I I go. I would have never made it with this in my cooler. Um, and then and then when he brought him, I was like, I, and I've had it in my fridge for a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I really want to drink with you. Drink at least one of these. I gave one to Brewmaster Jay. Smart. And there's if he gave the good. approval, then you know we're good. Did but he yeah, even try it? Yeah, he didn't try it yet. Fuck face. He, he said he was waiting for us. Uh, just to reiterate, this is the Trillium A Street, which, I mean, is is from one of the f- forefathers, I guess is fair to say, cool. of, of the hazy, New England hazy IPA movement. This particular one is more of a West Coast vibe, so it still is a IPA. Um, this particular one is not that hazy, but it's, 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 a, little, it's a little hazy. Yeah, so, and a big thanks to Andrew, because huge getting it across the country is... Pretty fucking cool for I the mean, dads. He took care of it like it was like a like one of those like bags of flour that he was in high school and had to like care for it like it was a baby. Oh, it was yeah. like that. So I didn't want to make it sound like it was a real baby. No. Does he say wicked? 
Have I haven't you heard, heard of him yet, but I haven't really been drunk with him yet because okay. I feel like once, once you know, anyone, anyone from Boston and they get drunk, they start. It comes out a lot. It's more. a wicked piss up. But I, but he definitely he's he has a very low grade accent, normal. But then when he certain words, you're like, there it is, Ooh, there yeah. it is. So I know when he gets a little spicy, I bet it comes out. And he's a really good guy. I want to meet this really cat. funny. Dude. I want to meet this cat, talented kid. So yeah, thank you. Andrew, Andrew, for thank driving you. it across yeah. the country and shout out. Thank you, Chris, for not drinking it when it was in your fridge. I going, know. Uh, we'll go with uh, you know. And I couldn't fake it. I couldn't get something else. Heavy. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it again. No. Yeah. 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 Full flavored. It did not. It did not get bad. No. That's the first takeaway, right? It didn't get skunked in the car. It made it. He kept it cold. He kept it cold the whole way. Which again, if he had just, if he had, he was bummed because he was like. If you give me the warm ones or like the not cold ones, then I can just put it in my car and we could drive home, you know, drive here. Yeah. But because they gave him the cold ones, again, kudos to him, he kept it cold the entire time. Is that how it works? I thought if sunlight hits it, it could get bad, but is it once it's cold, you don't want to get it warm again? I think, I think yes. The sunlight is like the tried and true thing. You don't want to fuck that up. But I think, again, he, he, as, these are the stories he told me. He's like, I don't. Once it was, once it's cold, you don't want to get it warm again, and then cold again, and warm again, cold again. So he was like, I'm gonna keep it cold the entire time. Yeah, that's very good. It's good. It's clean. Um, if I if I look at what I'm reading, I like it. It's got notes of uh, lemongrass. Feels right. Uh, citrus zest. Yes. Zest. Zest. What a great word. Uh, zest. Um, I'm on the cusp of some zest here. Um, <laughs> Bright, a uh, little bit of grapefruit, Very Amarillo hops. I do taste a lot of hops in this. So even if it's a West Coast, it's it's hoppy. It does not taste like any other West Coast uh, IPA I've ever had. I've ever had, and partially because I mean they're in Massachusetts. Like that's, that's the furthest thing from the West Coast you could be. So that is true. And and furthermore, it's their it's, version. It's a craft beer, so it's it's got that cool. We didn't overproduce this yet. We don't. We didn't fuck with it. Right. This is kind of how it was supposed to be. And all the stuff I've seen on Trillium, looking at their Facebook page and everything else, the place looks amazing. The facility looks beautiful. They do a good job on just, it just feels very high end, but without being, you know, kind of snooty. It just feels very nice. It feels like a place you want to go hang out. It's probably, it's probably pretty snooty. I mean, if you're New England area and you're one of the forefathers of the hazy, it's kind of like you have the right to be a little bit of a cock, right? Probably. Or... Or a fucking cock. Fucking cack. A fucking yeah. cack. Yeah. So, hey, Trillium, nice fucking cock. So, so, solid cack. Salad cock. Hey, all right. Hey, I'm going to keep drinking this. I was in this. New York. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't do a Boston accent very good. It's just Mark Wahlberg from the fucking Departed. It is. It yeah. is. He, he, Andrew does that. He does a very good... Uh, uh, I mean, I think anyone from Boston could just turn it on. You know that is mean? pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Well... I'm excited because this is just a special, special night, special it's beer. Good. It's good. Had and I'm finally, I'm excited we actually get to fucking drink it tonight, so that's good. Well, now you won't be tempted every time you go to your fridge. Every single fucking time. Babe, maybe we could split one. I thought about it. Yeah. And he actually brought other things. He brought some stuff from Treehouse. Shout out to Treehouse and all them. And again, shout out to Andrew. A couple other things. He gave, he gave me a Big Bird from Trillium, some other things. Those were gone. So I kept these for us. Now you're just throwing it in my face a little bit, but that's okay. You you should yeah, you and Andrew can go have a nice picnic. No, and no, talk about. I this. didn't drink it with him. Steph and I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, I'm just butt hurt, but it's it's fine. It's not you. It's me. It's definitely me. 
Thank you, though. This is a very special beer. It's good. It's, it's hard to not acknowledge. This is pretty fucking cool. Yep. It goes without saying, mm-hmm. this is a special beer. Very special. Thank very you very happy. much. I kind of want to savor it. Yeah? I don't want to chug it. I have one more, so we can split that. Yeah, now you just feel bad. No, I don't feel bad at all. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I might take you up on that. Cool. Should we go into sports? Uh, we have a sloppy, deep... Rain boots are needed for this sloppy, yeah. sloppy sports hole. What are those called? Galoshes? Galoshes. Galoshes. Very Boston term, too. I feel like it is. Yeah. I'm not going to try to say it. Get your slicker and your galoshes. Your slicker? Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Go get Georgie and come on down come to the on sports over. hole. Yeah. Well, fucking sports hole. Yeah. Just poke it with your pinky. <laughs> All right, let's dive in. We have a number of things we want to bring up, but breaking news here first on Dad's Drinking Beer. The Tampa Bay Lightning have finished off the Montreal Canadiens to repeat as cup champions. Uh, they won one nothing. They won the series 4-1 to one over Montreal. Chris, first response. Is that soccer? Exactly. They won, they won the cup. Moving no, that's, on. That's good. I mean, hey, good for them. Hey, good. That's awesome. Lord Stanley's Cup. So now... Tampa has the Super Bowl championship and the Stanley Cup. Two years in a row for the Stanley Cup. But buildings are still falling over and it's still terrible weather. So, Yeah, Elsa's coming in. Right. She's not going to let it go. Nice. And then we also have uh, uh, the hockey in Florida debate, which I think is, is always worthy to bring up. And kinda, I just don't get it. Yeah, look up to the left like, what? Kind of question mark. But if you win twice, back to back, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's okay. So, bigger and... Bigger things, really. Bigger. Um, the Olympics are yeah. on the corner. Yeah. Real quick, uh, litmus test, just a gauge. How excited are you for the Olympics? Uh, great question. Um, I'm going to say a five. And are you usually at a five level, or is this I'm usually this round high. usually go a little bit different? I usually like it more. I, I, I feel like I go back and forth. I like the summer Olympics, um, but lately I've been kind of digging the winter. Um, this particular Summer Olympics, I'm feeling like I'm not that excited about just because, I don't know, just for whatever reason. I should be more excited because the the sport, I love the whole thing. And it's been COVID, so we canceled it or postponed it. Yeah. The fact they're still calling it the 2020 right. Olympics. It's because they had a rad off. logo. They gotta, they're like, we got to keep this. We got the hey. 2020. We got the rings. We've already printed off the fucking t-shirts. Right. Uh, what about you? Uh, where are you at? I used to love the Olympics. I love the gymnastics. I love the swimming. Um yep. I think my buildup is never that big, but once it's on, yeah. I am I do get kind of sucked in easily. Like yeah. I'm like, what's on today? What's on today? And then um, my only complaint in the past was there. I wish there was more coverage, but I think that has been you know uh, a thing in the past. I think that's just resolved right, now. Right, they have everything now. Yeah. the The biggest story right now, kind of taking over headlines, is about the uh, the star sprinter uh, in track and field, Shakari Richardson, um, not chosen. For the U.S. Olympics team, uh, she already had lost her chance to run in the 100-meter uh, individual event, which she was a, a heavy favorite for. Nothing's ever guaranteed in the Olympics, but she was a heavy favorite to, to win gold because she failed a drug test uh, for marijuana about three to four weeks ago. Um, and now she had a chance to still get chosen for the relay team because the relay team's event takes place beyond the 30-day suspension that the Olympics imposed. Um, but the U.S. decided to just leave her off um, so that she doesn't... She's just going to miss the Tokyo Olympics. So right. um, 
This is what's taking headlines over. What do you think about this? I, I, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I think it opens up bigger conversations, but you know, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's really about um, the rules of the Olympic Committee, not the rules of um, you know, the social media or the mob response or even the state of Oregon, which is where she was right. you know, smoking. Right. Do you have any feedback? I think this is worth just at least mentioning. I feel like this is definitely worth uh, drinking some of this Trillium while we discuss. And I have three words. So fucking stupid. And that explains <clears throat> everything. Right? Explains the idea of the, the fact that she's getting suspended or whatever it is from com- competition for smoking weed. I think that's crazy. I think it's stupid. Like, even more stupid that she smoked the weed knowing that she's going to the fucking Olympics. I'm, I'm sure she's got like an entourage of people around her at all times. Or at least, let's call it, what, five people? And s- no one said, hey, maybe you shouldn't fucking smoke that weed. Now, given I know she was... Or I heard she was smoking to kind of like relax after I think the death of her mother. Her biological mom had died and she found out and she, yeah, she smoked a little bit of weed to help with the pain. Um, But, but like you couldn't have done anything else. You couldn't have like, I don't know, taken uh, something else that wouldn't have been an issue or maybe like drank a fucking Trillium A Street or, you know. If she had access to Trillium and their catalog of beers, we might not be having this conversation. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Um, but I think it's fair to say that this should definitely open up the conversation down the road of where does marijuana fall on the um, list of illegal substances. But the rules were in place before yeah. this Olympics. This Olympics that's already been delayed a year. So like if you go back to the past, this should have already been kind of covered. I don't want to just blame the team around her, though, because people need to take responsibility for what they do on their own yes someone should have stepped in and said you shouldn't do that or shikari should be kind of given a little heart to heart and saying and 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 be told you need stronger minded people around you you need people who are who are going to keep you on the straight and narrow should should this happen but at the same time my heart just breaks for because a she's an american yeah b she was a favorite to get on the stand and see, she made one mistake. She came on the fucking Today Show. She owned it. I agree. I, I loved that. But it yeah. was like, you still can't change the rules after the fact. It just means that I hope in four years, something changes with totally. the whole what's what's banned, what's not. Because there's no way the weed helps her sprint faster. At all. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that... Uh, she was exciting to watch. She was fun. She she had a personality, and I think that's what the Olympics loves. They love these personalities. They need that. They pull it. So right, she was fun. She was she was exciting. Um, again, they love these sprinters too. They're they're always focusing on these sprinters. So yeah, I think it's terrible for the U.S. Olympic team. But I agree. Like uh, you shouldn't have smoked the weed. Is all I'm going to say. Like right. you shouldn't. Have, you knew the rules. You shouldn't smoke the weed. And yet, and then, and then, but but. All that being said, she's owned it. Like it's it's other people. I know that are that are saying all this. So she's yeah. like, "Look, I'm, I fucked up." They're driving a narrative home. That I'll, I'll see. I'll see the next that. one. You know, it'd be great. She wins the gold in the hundred, and then she goes and does the relay for a hundred, and then she lights up a joint on the fucking sta- on the fucking Passes podium. A joint in the relay, right? <laughs> oh, that'd that's be good. the Weed Olympics, yes. and you can't drop the cherry, right? You got to be super <laughs> careful there. But no, I think that would have been like the better statement um but i was rooting for her just because 
She is a badass, and she looked great in that. She's awesome. With, with her different wig colors and all it. that. I, I fucking it. love it. I love it, too. It might even be her real hair. I don't want to say wig, but she has, like, a hundred different hair colors. That She's got rock. a whole vibe, and I, I dig the whole... Like, again, American... Actually, not American. All sprinters, seems, that have a personality. And yeah. I think that's great. Because, you know, St. Bolt is amazing. And, I mean, there's been... Going way Flo back. Flojo, you got always Flo amazing. Flojo, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, yeah. Carl Lewis. Like, they... They were bigger than the sport. Yeah. And she was on the cusp of that. The good news is she's only 22, so she could be back. And winning even more. Faster, better, more more style. Hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. So I, uh, I feel bad for us because we don't get to see her. Um, but yeah, I hope they don't make a... I hope, I hope they don't make a bigger issue of this than actual games. Like I, I hope agree. this doesn't overshadow the whole thing. Of, of these people that have worked their entire lives... To get here, and then all of a sudden everyone's focusing on this. This should be, we should be done with this, hopefully next week, which I think is when the Olympics start. So. We, yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. All right, next, uh, another pretty big uh, story that's been developing. Rachel Nichols uh, of ESPN, uh, she's a great female analyst on the NBA. She's been axed from covering the NBA Finals, uh, losing her sideline gig to Maria Taylor, another rock star in the uh, sports reporting arena, yeah. male or female. She's just really good at what she does. Um, Rachel Nichols got um, leaked audio from another ESPN colleague, some fucking asshat who leaked something on intentionally, is what the story says, um, about uh, her losing some of her coverage, some of her work, um, because ESPN was feeling pressure about adding more diversity to on-air talent. The exact quote you could hear her saying is, if you need to give Taylor... Maria Taylor, more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You are not going to find it from me or, or taking my thing away. So Nichols went on. She apologized for the comments. She praised Taylor. They're friends. But there's been this brewing back-and-forth drama at ESPN because this actually happened last year yeah. uh, in the bubble. So as a result, now ESPN is going to go with another rising star. So right. both women are technically getting sidelined for this. Yeah. Malika Andrews saying, we believe this is the best decision. Blah, blah, blah. ESPN fucking, you know, sucking on China's tit over here. God damn. Give me any feedback you have on this. My feedback is, I think it's ridiculous. Again, three words. <laughs> so so fucking, fucking stupid. It's unfucking real This cancel culture bullshit is out of control right now. I think, A, when I heard about it, I saw the headlines that I probably most people here or are listening yeah. saw it. it you know it, um, racial comment cancels ESPN reporter oh, clickbait central right. and weren't you expecting to see something like outright blatantly racist right. that she said and I was like okay where and I had to I literally had to dig 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 and even when we did our pre-pro tonight I didn't know the full story so I told you what I knew, and you're like, here's what happened. I was like, this is bullshit. So she wasn't even necessarily dissing nope. her. She didn't even say at all anything uh, racial or anything. Or about why she got the nod right. over her. It was more of a blame on the on the network, on ESPN. Which, if, if, if that's the case, ESPN has to look themselves in the mirror and say, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. It's just so. It's just so sh fucking stupid. And now none of them are on. And 
And now I just feel like they're going to get canceled, and it's just it's just the dumbest thing. It's just yeah. the dumbest thing. I'll give you a solution real quick before I move on because I I'm with you there. I I'm not a fan of this cancel culture. One audio clip where she didn't even know she was being recorded should never ruin a career. Period. And it's not. I mean, unless it's really blatantly bad. Like let's sure. let's be clear on sure. this. The dads are supportive of everyone's opinion, but like we understand some some things, some behaviors should be canceled. Right? Yes. We can go on about that, but we don't want to because, you know, we don't talk about it. But look, how many teams are in the NBA Finals? Two. Two. How many sidelines are there in the NBA? Two. Two. Why not just have them both on, say, hey, we're going to take ownership here. We are the billion-dollar corporation. We don't want to pit two women against each other in a in a in an environment that's been male-dominated. Yeah. Like, why don't you guys fucking fix the problem instead of saying... Oh, it's not an issue anymore. We're going to do what's best for the finals. They're both going to sit out. No, the story is about them and they're not even at the fucking game. And it's not even a fucking issue. She didn't even say anything wrong. I honestly think she said something that was like, look, I've worked my fucking ass off. Well, she has. She's been on ESPN for how long? Uh, 15 years plus. 15 fucking years? And now she's one of the top rated shows. She's, I think she's deserved at least somewhat of a, of a platform to speak some of her mind, which, again, I think is totally fine. And she should be able to say whatever she wants. And she didn't say anything wrong. No. I think she just said, don't come after my shit. I've fucking worked my ass off for this. There's that's, nothing that's wrong That's not with a that. racial thing. No. That's a um, look at my trail to get here. That's it. It's not, it's not even a male-female thing. It's a, I've worked my ass off for this shit. Right. In a environment that was not necessarily, uh, you know... Loving of my situation or or caring of my situation. No. It was... I don't know. Maybe cut this. It was almost weird seeing her start up a few decades ago when I was like, oh, who's this woman on here? Now, she's synonymous with with NBA. Like, like ESPN, I'm not giving them any credit because, like, she had to do the work. Yeah. She had to, like, invite herself onto the air and get into my, you know, psyche and mainframe. She earned it. She earned it. And she loves Maria Taylor. That's the thing. It's like she goes, Maria Taylor's awesome. Just don't take anything off my plate that I've worked so hard to get. And now they took it off her fucking plate. They took it off both their plates. Yeah, so it's fucking stupid. ESPN. So man. fucking stupid. Okay, really quick swigs now. We've got a few few more swigs to run through in the sports hole. Um, the match, as they were touting it, was Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson uh, going up against Aaron Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau. Yep. I think this was on a Tuesday. I think this was so anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they put it in the middle of a week after Fourth of July, where most people got Monday off, but not Tuesday. Yeah. What the fuck were they thinking? I feel like someone fucked that up. I don't know. Like some, like, it's like someone booked the tea time. Like, wait, this is for 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 Tuesday. I thought you said Friday. And like, oh shit, we can't do. It. And they're like, oh, we gotta do it. So, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I watched a little bit of it. It was kind of fun. I mean, Bryson DeChambeau is. I don't know. He, he kind of irritates me. I don't know why. Um, Aaron Rodgers was fun to watch. Um, Phil's always great. Yeah. Um, but DeChambeau and Rodgers won. Yeah. And the the main buzz was Rodgers getting hit up on questions on, are you coming to Green Bay? Are you going somewhere else? Constantly. You know, the one quote that I did take away was Barkley yeah. started asking questions. You know, he was in like their earpiece. Yeah, yeah. And Rodgers said, Charles, I'm going to tell everyone this week. I'll let you leak it. Now, was that for ratings or was that for, I'm really going to make a decision in the next week and 
it would be cool if if you let people know, Charles. Well, the the Steph Curry and uh, and Phil, and they had the the, the, the match like a now series now. They they do them all the time now. But they were the the previous one they did. Everyone kept coming out saying Charles needs to be a new commentator for golf, which I agree. Wow, I I think Charles is what golf needs. I'd be okay be with that. It would be so fucking great. I have no. I don't know if I need him. I don't know if I need him all four days of a tournament, but maybe put him on a Saturday. Sure. Or even like an early Sunday coming in and talking in on Well, if he's action. there in the start of the Sunday, he needs to be there at the end, too. Because that's when he really shines. When the when the event is over and he can give his fucking two cents, I think that's when Barkley really, but, really steps up. Yeah, I think the thing is, is Charles knows golf enough, but he puts that like regular guy spin. Okay. So I love that. Okay. So I think Aaron Rodgers is um, hopefully knowing that and knows that Charles should be a part of this whole thing of, of bigger things. And yeah, he, Aaron Rodgers should tell. Okay, so you're saying he's going to tell him. Tell him what I already know. What I've already told you. No, I've already I've already made this claim too. It's already on the podcast. He is staying in Green Bay. And you're saying, what, Denver? I think he was going somewhere else. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. TBC. We predicted it. Whether you or me. Well, <laughs> the dads collectively will be right about this. Right, right. We're good. All right. Suns are up one nothing to the Bucks. Great first game last night. Really obvious for all you betters out there. Suns in the over. Tomorrow, game two. Giannis came back. He's back. He played all right. Uh, Chris, just really quick, how angry will you be if and when the Suns hoist the NBA championship? Great trophy? question. Um, you look. Hey, look. My nephew still loves the Suns, so I can't talk too much. Shit, Not worried I, about your nephew. I'm worried yeah. about your rage, your inner rage. My rage will be peaked because I feel that. Um, the organization itself doesn't give a shit about their fans. So, um, yeah. So secretly, you're going from Milwaukee then. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, nephew. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going from Milwaukee because I think Giannis can, if he wins a championship, um, that solidifies his greatness. And I think yeah. a lot of people in the NBA in the NBA culture think that Giannis is a great player, but he will never be a great player at, that wins. So if he could do that, especially in, a, in this era with LeBron and the super teams like like the Warriors and the Nets and all these other teams, if Giannis can fucking win, that's a big fucking fuck you to the NBA. I love it. Yeah, it makes that super max deal he made in Milwaukee worth it. Yeah. I am also rooting for the Bucks, but I love Chris Paul. And I think Chris I Paul is a guy who this is probably his best last chance to do something big yeah. here. Um Maybe not though. Maybe the Suns will be back, you know, more often than you think. Um, but they yeah. have some good young players outside of Chris Paul, so I think they'll be back. There's still a lot of opportunities though to uh, make money on this, so um, I would expect a tight series, six or seven games. So I might lay off game two, but depending on how game two goes, for betting, for for from from a betting perspective, yeah. um, if I had to go gun to the head, I'd go go Bucks for game two, um, and if if they lose game two. They are a heavy bet for Game 3, because I really Sun, think this is going to go. If the Suns wore a retro jersey, I would vote for them. I'm not a fan of their Valley jerseys. You mean like the purple and orange? Yeah, with, with the like, fucking Dan Marley era. Yeah, the yeah. Little, like, or like even the Charles sun. Barkley era, this is yeah. Phoenix. I'd yeah. love to hear your little rants when you get yeah. angry at Phoenix. Yeah. This is what I wanted to ask when I was like, <laughs> yeah. just, what do you, you think about don't that? Don't get me started. You motherfucker. Okay, to round it out for the sports hole, uh, Chicago White Sox, San Francisco Giants update. Um... I'm going to lead with two solid, solid pros here. The White Sox are back to the second best run differential in the American League, 
only behind Houston. So we did have that one really rough stretch where we lost five in a row, including four in a row to Houston. But we are back in first place. We are 51-35. and 35. And the best part about that is that Cleveland Indians have lost nine straight games. The White Sox have gone 7-3 and three since then. This is a prediction I fucking said earlier that's going to stick. We will be the first team in the American League to clinch the division. We have an eight-game lead on July 6th. I love it. We're going to be up by double digits by the All-Star break. Cleveland is in a downward spiral. Fuck, at this point, the Tigers have a better chance of finishing second, which would make my fucking father-in-law happy. And that's really... I mean, there's two things. White Sox in first, your father-in-law happy... Check, check. Yeah, Tigers right behind us, maybe missing the wild card would be okay. Right, right. How about the Giants, though? Man, uh, Giants are kind of on a skid lately. They've, they've lost last couple games in a row. Yeah, it looks like they lost two in a row. I'd like that you're pointing it out. Thank you. But uh, the Dodgers lost three in a row, though. Three in a row, but that was after a nine-game sweep. There were like nine-game winning streak. Okay. We're still right. one game up Okay. on the Dodgers, which all that matters. First place, baby! But, but... Again, the dot. We've been saying this a tale as old as time. The Dodgers have the Giants' number right now, and that to me is terrifying. Because if the Dodgers are in the hunt come postseason, Giants they just don't know what it is. Hey, they, they just don't know how to do it. I love the uh, the hesitation or the uh, there's a word with an Asian on it, not masturbation. Reservation. Masturbation. Yeah, reservation. I love the reservation on, on banking on this. Um, Auto-erotic asphyxiation. That is exactly what I was thinking there of. Is. Something there with is. some Kill Bill in the closet yes. while he, he hangs. But I really think that the, uh, the, the NL West is the best division in baseball. Because right behind the Dodgers by two and a half is the Padres. Right. Maybe the most exciting team in the NL. Next week, we're going to have an all-star game talk. I love it. We should it. look at the second half of the season. We are. Is, we all know when's when it counts. I know. Well, we're at the 85 to 90 game mark. Yeah. We have 70, 72 games to go. Baseball's a thing. Both of our teams are in it. Boy, is NFL going to be able to compete with it? Yes. <laughs> but I mean, we do need to keep on. MLB as a as a forefront. But, hey, look. If, if the White Sox and or the Giants are in this thing... It's going to be fucking great. I can't wait, bro. And dare I say, will our ratings just go fucking skyrocketing? If both of us get COVID, Delta variant, and then all of a sudden our fucking teams go to the fucking World Series, this podcast, Wolf Blitzer is going to be interviewing us. Dude, be careful because we predict a lot of things right on this. I don't want to get the Delta variant. And survive? Well, if I survive, then I'm literally Superman at that point. I could literally go a fight uh, a nuclear bomb like face to face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, hey. I already almost can because I'm That's dead, what I'm saying. But with the variant and the antibodies from that, look the you fuck up. Variant, White Sox, Giants. Like big, big things coming. Big yeah. things coming. Yeah. You're welcome. Cool. You're here first. All right, guys. Before we wrap up and uh, give a score on the beer, we have a few loose ends we want to tie up. Um, from last week, we had the Vet Lager. Really strong score from us in 87, I believe. Um, I did give it to my father-in-law, and he thought it was just okay. Yeah. You know, I don't think he... I think he kind of built it up in his head that it was going to be something more, but his feedback was, it's really light. Yeah. Yeah, Bob. That's exactly why I gave it to you. You're in the pool. It's the 4th of July. You want to have a few of these. It's supposed to be light. It's supposed to be a light lager. Right. I think by the end, he's like, 
it's not bad. But he didn't think it was going to be... I'm sorry, but but, but he thought it was going to be something else. It would have been nice if he loved it. Although, I agree. He's a a tough critic. Um, On the dad front, uh, Chris, uh, what's the most dad thing you've done the last week? I mean, shit. I mean, I've done a lot of dad things uh, in the week. But one thing I did was clean. So we've just got done with a whole big project in the backyard. If you listen, you know. And so I've gone through and kind of like cleaning up our backyard to make it look like a backyard. Got a bunch of shit out of our side yard, which again, when construction crews come in, they leave shit. So I had a ton of shit here. Just trash, Shit was broken, cords and, and everything else. So I went and I got rid of it all. I just took it out, cleaned everything up, and we're. I'm still in the middle. I'm going to do another cleaning session, but this was like getting rid of all the junk. And so now, um, the very dad thing. And actually, I asked you, I said, hey, do you have anything you want to take to the, the dump? And I put a bunch of shit in my car, did a Goodwill run. So yeah, That's money. Very dad-like. Being able to separate Goodwill from dump and then doing both trips, that's dad in my book. Yeah, exactly. Nice job. Yep. Um, the most dad thing I did this week was um, at the 4th of July party, I had to probably stop three or four different people from trying to get ice from my Samsung fridge. Anybody listening is probably like, yeah, those fuckers. I went on a bit of a rant. The ice maker on the Samsung double door fridge is destined to fail. I can't I mean, believe you're even talking about Samsung. Samsung fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fridges, yeah. But the fridge is what I have. And it's actually the same fridge I have in the garage. So, like, I'm stuck with them for at least a little while. Yeah. But I defrosted the ice maker. I did this whole control panel thing. Yeah. I took a fucking flathead screwdriver while it was defrosting, and I, I chipped away, I'm talking thick chunks of ice. Yes. Like, the thing... Like, out in Antarctica. Like, this was fucking thick. I, I got it off. I turn it back on. I go sit down, watch some TV, and I heard the first... The drop. Yeah, the ice coming down. How, how'd you do it? Maybe do a sound effect for me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, I feel great. Out of any potential fights, out of any doghouse, any, any, out of any looks of why isn't this fixed yet, the ice maker's fixed uh, for now. To be honest, though, I've double-checked it two or three times just to look in there and be like, is it still working? And it's working great. It's in my cooler right now. Very dad move of you. Yeah. What's one thing you're looking forward to in the next week? Um, you know what? One thing I'm looking forward to is the other day, well, actually, for 4th of July party, I brought over some pickle salsa. Oh, my God. You want that back now? No, but I'm going to get... I got more. And I'm looking forward to it again. It's so fucking amazing. I don't even know the brand of it. Me neither. We should give him a shout out though on the uh, on, on the on the Insta. I will. Um, I had some last night on these two tacos that my wife made. It was. I texted you. It yeah. was so fucking, it's fucking good. Great. It's so and good. I've been trying to push pickle on people, and I think something you said rang true. If you're not into pickles, you won't really like. Yeah. This pickle stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, does that just sound dumb to say? Kind of right. I mean, I feel like if you're an idiot that doesn't like pickles, you're trying some pickle. Based, then you deserve to not like it but yeah because i think what we're pushing though isn't a hint of pickle it's pickle it is heavy on the pickle yeah. and you are not going to not know that that's pickle yeah right yeah so i bought more I, we got a whole meal thing going this whole week uh of pickle and, no just in general but i got some pickle salsa i'm excited for that it makes every meal better mm. tomorrow morning a couple fried eggs with some spinach yes and some pickle salsa yes yes it's, it's like spicy. Yeah. Um, it, I got the hot too. That, well, that's what, you left the hot. I left it there. So <laughs> I, I got some more. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. 
Uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to is that Chris and I are venturing back into the movie theaters together. Uh, this is my first movie since February of 2020, which was a little shop of horrors movie party over at Alamo Draft House. Yeah, great fucking movie. Free plug, free advertising, get the movie parties back. I'd be happy to work it. Um, we're going to go see Black Widow. Um, Marvel movie that's been delayed. Uh, hasn't been a Marvel movie in theaters for over two plus years. We're going to go Sunday afternoon. So by the time you guys are playing this, maybe we're in the movie right right there. Yeah. Drinking a, a hazy IPA. Um, having a Topo Chico, some some fried pickles. I can't fucking wait. Um, I think for sure it's going to say Marvel Studios, and that, that moment's going to hit because the. I should tell you right now, the movie we're we're seeing, the showing, is sold out. Um, I would expect Marvel Studios to come on and for you to give out a big. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I'll give it out. It's going to be huge. People are going to be like, "That's what I needed." The world is healing. I'm ready. To enter society again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll give a little review of the movie theater experience. It's uh, if anyone's been listening, it's my it's my number one thing I missed during COVID, right. um, and now that COVID is uh, disintegrating before our eyes, right? Hopefully, so I really hope there's not a setback. Uh, we're going to a movie. Yeah, I can't wait. Super pumped. And Mr. Excited. Mel's coming with us, so we're probably gonna turn into a work meeting. Mel, the intern, jellyfish, movies, Jim, me. It's gonna be great. All right, that's a wrap. Let's score the beer. Uh, Trillium A Street out of Massachusetts, which, again, the whole story is there. It's good. I really like it. I'm going to give it a 91. That's where I'm at. It's uh, In my mind, I feel like I can be out. I've only been to Boston one time, so it's not even the same thing. It's not even, it's not even in Boston. It's just Massachusetts. So um, I have this vision of what it's like there. The, the the pictures on Facebook make it seem very beautiful. So I, I see us hanging out with the wives and the kids and everyone's hanging out playing bags. That I saw a picture of them playing bags. Like I like it. So um, <clears throat> the whole thing brings it back to a ninety-one. You're, you're looking at me like mm-hmm. no, I'm not mm-hmm. saying anything. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm glad you gave your why. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just give mm-hmm. the score and, and don't say anything and just go. That's that's it. I'm sticking yeah. to it. Yeah. I'm going to go a little higher. Oh. I'm going to go 93. Okay. I think this goes back to the whole debate of craft beer is just typically better than mass-produced beer. Even though we're trying to grow as a pod, we're trying to grow our audience, we need to pick more national beers sometimes so that our friends in Cali and our friends in Chicago can kind of listen and go, oh, I know what that's like. I know what that I is. I know that place, yeah. Right? I'm putting everything into account here. Andrew's trip... The higher ABV than some of the other great, you know, local craft hazy IPAs we've had, this tastes like it was specially made, like yeah. it was specially curated. And the fact that it journeyed 15 to 1,500 to 2,000 miles to get here, like, I've got to give it a leg up. I only had one and a half of these. I would love another one of these A Streets. Like, yeah. like to be honest, when I saw it wasn't one of the hazier, it was more, more West Coast, I said, all right, like lower your expectations a little bit. Yeah. But I think I can still taste the uh, the quality, the care that I was agree. put into this. Yeah. It is a delicious fucking beer. All right, let's do some thank yous. We always thank Benny from Bronzewell, um, which, by the way, they have a new single out right now called Make You. Highly recommended. It does... Slap. I think the kids are saying that. Most of the songs do, man. Maybe slap. So, uh, 
Also thank Rogue for the official, unofficial coaster of Dad's Drinking Beer. Uh, Breakmaster Cylinder for the outro, intro music that we do. Listen to hear it. Yeah. And who else? Let's thank your buddy Andrew. Oh, yes. For bringing the of beer. Of course. Trillium Brewery out of Boston, which is going to be on... I mean, most beer aficionados probably are like, this is a normal brewery that we know about, but the dads are catching wise a little late in the game, but yeah. we're here now. Hey, we're here. Here we are. And thank you to you guys. We are getting out of this pandemic. Again, this is kind of weird. We started this podcast really when the COVID hit, but uh, we're 63 episodes in. There are stickers littered all over Austin, um, and they're not all from Chris and I. And no. I know that part of it is you guys yeah. helping out, spreading the word. Every chance you get to listen and give a review or let it play for a little bit helps our our, our stuff. I just had another coworker tell me, I saw your podcast in searches of, of what I, I wasn't looking for a dad's beer podcast, but yours showed up. I mean, and I was like, that's, that's all we need. Yeah. Next time, click on it. Listen a little bit. Give a give a review. Give a five star. Give whatever you want. Like, subscribe. Um, thank you guys because Chris and I don't necessarily uh, need success from the podcast, but boy, it helps. It it, yeah. it helps with motivation. It helps with us wanting to bring on new people, go to new places. Uh, we're already kind of brainstorming about a, a summer road trip at some point. So, uh, I mean, we have a lot of things on the horizon. Yeah, and if you want a sticker, you want to put some out. Hit us in the DMs of the Instagram and we'll send you one. Easy you know what? I have some Michigan State buddies who did ask, where's my swag bag? So We'll send it. It's on its way, Jeff A. <laughs> I don't, Jeff A. Is that Brad Jaffe. We go, Jaffe! <laughs> I hope you heard that. He will. Yeah. Um, all right. So so I think we're good. We did Trillium, uh, A Street, IPA. Pretty good score with a 92. Love that. Uh, we talked about some Olympics. We talked about some NBA. We talked about what's that hockey with Thunder, Lightning, one. We talked about they're hoisting Lord Stanley's Cup right now. Great, bro. Good for them. I mean, no one gives a shit. Just saying. Oh my god. Um, we talked <laughs> about the highs and lows of our Fourth of July party. We had a great time. Giants are still in first. White Sox are in first. The likelihood of them playing in the World Series is. High it's every single day. It's getting closer. So you cannot discredit that. I feel good. How do you feel? So good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are going to see a movie this weekend. Cannot wait. So for Jim, I've been Chris. We've been the dads. We've been drinking Trillium A Street IPA. This has been Dad's Drinking Beer. 